What's up? It's Caroline with the As Always podcast. Let me just start by saying this week, I am sick right now, um, but this is one of those episodes where I plan to post something else, but I really just felt pressed on my spirit to talk about something differently. So if you follow me on Instagram or you follow the pod Instagram, you saw that sometime last week I did a poll um, about different things that y'all want to talk about. And almost... But the last time I checked it, it literally was almost 300 people responded to the polls, which is insane to me at least. Um, And it was just choosing things you want to talk about. So one thing was like food versus fitness, um, dating versus singleness. Um, And I think it was, I honestly don't remember (laughs) the last one. Oh, it was my testimony or my current walk with the Lord. Um, And so I was kind of debating this week about what I want to talk about. And I originally was going to talk about um, food, but I've just been praying a lot this week and having a lot of different conversations with friends. And I think I've just felt pressed to talk about singleness, um, which is also just we hear that thing, the same thing over and over again. You know, I'm in a season of singleness. I've been in a season of singleness. Um, and that's just been kind of a coined term in the Christian community. It's just season of singleness. Um, but in all reality, I want to talk about kind of what my season of singleness looks like right now and why we do that and why we walk through that and how we can walk through our season of singleness with purpose instead of turning that season into a season of waiting because I think that that's what it tends to be. We tend to, whether you're freshly coming out of a relationship, you haven't been in a relationship for a long time, um, it just if we're not careful, it can become a season of waiting on someone else and waiting on the Lord to just show us somebody and we get too wrapped up in it. Even though we say, you know, we're happy and we're single, it's not necessarily true. Um, so for me, I have been, um, I just got out of a relationship not too long ago. And typically for me, I have had a day, I've had lots of dating experience and typically after a breakup, um, I kind of just shove all my feelings down. I'm like, you know what? It's whatever. They didn't want it moving on, which has in turn led me to have to do a lot of late healing, um, which if there's one piece of advice I can give to, if you're in the age range of like 18 to 25, I just want to encourage you to um, remember that if you're a Christian, you're not of this world. So whatever the world is telling you on how to cope and how to heal, it's probably not going to be very productive if you're not doing it with the Lord. Um, So for a long time, I just listened to my friends. I listened to society about healing um, after breakups. And it really was just like, do better, you know, have the glow up, do whatever um, makes you feel better. And those things have not been productive for me. And then in my experience, I get into another relationship and that relationship ends up being what heals me from the past relationship. Um, and it's just a really toxic cycle. Um, so for the past couple of months, I've just been praying about um, my healing from relationships and forgiveness and walking through a lot of forgiveness for people who have hurt me in my past. Um, if you know part of my story, my dating history has not been a fun one. Um, I've not had the best experience. It's been really hard for me um, coming out of relationships just to start trusting people again and having faith in the male um, race in general. I have a lot of, um, I've been working through a lot of trust issues just with um, male figures in my life, whether it's friends, dating, whatever that looks like. I've just been having a hard time with that. Uh, And so 
as I've been praying through that, I've also been praying through knowing that it's something that I should talk about at some point or another. Um, and if you're single, if you're new, like I said, if you're newly single or if it's been a while and you're like, I've just been kind of waiting around. Um, just one thing I want to encourage you in is that there are so many things that you should feel freedom in while being single. Um, you can and cannot do in a relationship, but for me at least, I have my whole future ahead of me. You know, I just graduated college. Um, I'm in the last semester of my internship, possibly. Um, and so I don't know what's next for me. And while I was in a relationship, it did change, you know, the decisions I could make um, and how I can be bold in my faith. So for right now, I really get to sit and just like talk with the Lord about what my future could possibly look like and where um, he wants to place me to do whatever he sees fit for me for the future. Um, and of course you can do that while you're in a relationship, but, but while you are single, you kind of have a bigger freedom in that, at least I think so, because while I was in a relationship, my decision-making was dependent, um, on making decisions with, um, the person I was dating at the time. It doesn't matter who it is, you know, we make decisions in that way. Um, another thing for me, at least is while I was in a relationship, I, you know, I love people. I love love. I love relationships. So it was really hard for me to get to a point where I'm like, oh, well, I just don't feel like my emotional needs are being met anymore. I can't talk to my best friend anymore. I can't do all these things. I don't get to go hang out or have someone to call or FaceTime 24-7. Um, and I was just constantly reminded of Philippians 4.19, um, which basically just says, you know, my Lord will meet all of my needs according to the riches and glories of Jesus Christ. And which are different riches and glories than what is of this world. And knowing that the needs of my heart are met because I know the Lord will fulfill his promises even if someone in a relationship can't do that anymore. Um, knowing that he's still going to meet my needs even though I don't have like best friend to talk to anymore. Like I literally have the Lord to talk to at all times. And that's when you're struggling with too. You're like, yeah, I can talk to the Lord, but it's not the same as having um, a boyfriend or a girlfriend I mean, yeah, it's not the same because you can't physically talk to someone, but having the Lord with you at all times, you can literally talk to him at all times. Um, I always tell people, like, when I talk to the Lord and when I pray, sometimes it's like the typical praying you think about. You know, I just like to sit in my room and be quiet and bow my head and pray with my eyes closed. And that's honestly usually when I'm tired. But a majority of my praying really does look like talking out in person. It looks like I'm recording a podcast probably because I'm talking back and forth with the Lord um, out loud because I want to have a conversation and that's how I get my feelings and like my truth out is just talking out loud. So sometimes that means extended car rides um, where it looks like I'm probably on the phone with somebody or it looks like I'm crazy, but in reality, I'm just talking to the Lord. Um, So if you really do feel a gap in just communication-wise, know that you can change up how you pray. You can change up how you talk to the Lord. There's no perfect way to do it. Um, And that's something that I learned a lot recently. Um, Another verse recently that really, really convicted my heart um, was Proverbs 17, 22, which is a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Um, I honestly should go and read more into context of this verse, but just hearing this verse, it popped up on like um, my Bible app one day. And for me, it made me realize that like right now I do have a crushed spirit and I'm having a hard time with everything I'm going through. Um, And that my crushed spirit does not only affect me, but it affects others. 
not saying that, you know, I can't have friends help me through healing, but I can't let my crushed spirit keep drying up my bones and I can't let it dry up other people's bones because there's so much goodness to be taking in right now um, that if I don't have a cheerful heart, I'm just hurting myself and others more and more. Um, And that's not to say, you know, don't take your time to heal. Um, But while you're healing, it's also really good to just remember the good and place yourself in situations where you can experience the good. Um, There are days when I don't want to be around people at all. Um, Today, I don't feel good. I have a fever. I'm sick at home. And typically, I'd be like, okay, I just want to be at home. I want to call up, be by myself and not talk to anyone. But in reality, right now, I wish I could be around um, people to experience more of the Lord's joy. Um, One thing that I never really understood, like hearing from the Bible, is experiencing the Lord through other people. And I never really got that because, you know, a lot of my friends growing up um, didn't really have a relationship with the Lord the same way that I did or just have have had the same relationships um, in the past year or so, but that's changed a lot. Um, And now having friendships where the other people are filled with the Holy Spirit and getting to spend time with them is so different. And you really do get to experience the joy of the Lord just hanging out with other people. Um, which it's just beautiful to think about. You know, I've never been the kind of person to recharge to other people. I recharge by myself because I'm naturally an introvert. Um, but knowing when I need the extra joy, that extra love, just getting to hang out with people, you know, simply because they know the spirit and have the spirit inside of them, it just brings a different joy. Um, and sometimes in relationships, especially if whoever you're dating doesn't have the same relationship with the Lord as you do and just has different intentions, it can be kind of draining rather than filling. And that's another thing I've had to remind myself is um, if you're in a season of singleness and you've opened yourself up to dating again, I have to remind myself that like dating honestly can be kind of exhausting. Um, but it should be fun. You know, if you're dating and talking to someone who also knows the Lord and has the Holy Spirit in them, they immediately become a friend. You know, they're a brother and sister in Christ. Um, and for me, dating has always just been super, super exhausting and stressful and hard. And that's because I haven't really been in a relationship um, where the Lord has been the sinner the entire time. And um, the other person, you know, has and wants the same things in their heart and through their day-to-day life and their walk in faith that I have. Um, so not to say that dating can't be joyful with someone who doesn't know the Lord, but for me and my experience personally, um, I've only ever dated someone who's been in a different spot in their relationship with the Lord than I have, um, to where I feel like I kind of have to wait for them to catch up. And that's not me, you know, dogging on my exes, but it's just been hard for me emotionally and mentally to not have somebody that I could lean on spiritually to some extent, um, so that's why dating for me, historically, it has just been really exhausting and really hard. Um, and the encouragement I'll give you in that is, as of recent, spending time with friends who are getting to start new relationships um, and are in really sweet relationships is that all of their dating relationships stemmed from beautiful and loving friendships. And of course, everyone finds relationships in their own way. Um, and I'm not saying that all of your best friends are potential, you know, they're dating potential, which they could, you know, you know what I mean? But I think there's a really beautiful thing about just having a friend, having your best friend in who you're dating. Um, and just 
having that peace, knowing if you're ready to date, if you're ready to start, know that this is a fun time. It shouldn't be a stressful time. And that's what I try to remind myself. You know, I've gave myself, you know, I prayed a lot about it and heard from the Lord about a time for me that it's time to start dating again and opening my heart again. So I have some time to heal. Um, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're, we're a ways out. Um, but I just have to remind myself that like when I get to that point and, you know, I'm open and I've had time to heal and I've had a good time to pray about it. Like dating again does not have to be stressful. It can be a joy getting to meet new people and um, go in relationships with new people. So if you're just in a season of singleness and you just are like, Ugh, I, I, I'm dreading dating again because one, I'm scared. Two, it's exhausting. And three, I just don't know if I'm ready for that. That's okay because I think we've all kind of experienced that if we've been in dating. Um, one last thing I'll leave y'all with when it comes to just being single and being content being single is I think we constantly just have this pit of loneliness somewhere in our heart. Um, For me right now, it is hard, you know, it doesn't matter what your living situation is, if you're living with a bunch of people or if you're living alone, if you're living at home um, with a guardian or a parent, whatever that looks like, in those quiet moments, when you're alone, those are the hardest ones. And if, for me, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit with me, if I didn't have someone to comfort me, um, then it would be a million times worse than it is now. Not having the Holy Spirit or something um, to comfort me in those quiet moments can be very, very difficult. Um, I know that one thing for me is like tending to distract myself with social media is very, very easy. and that if that is something that you do to kind of distract from those lonely and quiet periods, I encourage you to kind of just sit in that quiet and sit in those times where like it can be kind of uncomfortable. It can be sad. Like for me, it's usually the times right before I go to bed um, where I'm just sitting in bed. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not really tired. I'm not really ready to go to bed, but I, I don't know. I don't want to not do anything. Um, like I kind of want to talk to somebody and I have to remind myself like, oh, I can literally just sit here and talk to the Holy Spirit for a second because he's, God's not going to get tired of hearing from me. He's not going to be tired of what I have to say. He's not going to get exhausted. You know, he can listen to me all day, every day because that's, that's his job. I get to talk to God all day. Um, so if you get in those small, quiet periods and it gets kind of sad for you, it gets kind of hard for you, um, just know you can talk to God. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's the literal truth. And I will continue to remind you guys of that um, in every single episode because it's so important to know, like, you can be in constant communication with the Lord at all times. Um, And knowing that and having that comfort really does take away from that reaching need that we feel to find something else to fill it. Um, One other thing that literally which just put in my mind, but I got distracted because there is a trash truck outside. Um, and I don't know if y'all can hear it, but we'll find out. Um, I'll shoot. Awkward silence for a moment while I try to remember what I was going to talk about. Um, oh, so one other thing that I will actually end with this. When you're single, I feel like it's just an evident cloud above your head of remembrance of, like, the past and your relationship. And um, if you're healing from a relationship, it's really easy to have those moments and glimpses of your relationship, your past relationship. And you can either get – they make you really happy or they make you really sad. 
Um, and those moments are hard. If you're healing from a relationship, like, those moments are really, really hard. Um, for me, I had to kind of take a step back and put everything in the rearview mirror and be like, hey, like, what it, what am I holding on to um, from this relationship that's not allowing me to move forward or to heal or is having me hold some kind of um, anger and holding back on forgiving this person? Because if I don't forgive the person um, that I'm holding this against going forward, I'm not going to be able to heal. So I, for me, I literally had to sit down and be like, okay, what are all the things that I'm still holding in my heart and anger against this person? And kind of listed them out. I was like, okay, well, what can I do now to change those thoughts in my head and tell myself truth and reminding myself, you know, I didn't make those choices. He made those choices. Um, It's just a reminder for me to kind of let go. And if you're in a time where you're like, I'm not ready to let go of this relationship, um, for me, I wasn't ready to let go for a really long time. And finally, I had to be like, well, you know, he made these decisions, he made these choices, so I have to respect that and accept it. And kind of accepting that someone doesn't want to be in a relationship with you anymore is very, very difficult. Even saying those words is very hard. Um, but I literally had to get to a point where I was like, well, I have to accept that even if I wanted it, um, he did not. Or if neither one of us thought it was going to work out, it didn't work out. Whatever that situation is for you, kind of sitting down and accepting it is the hardest part. I had to sit down and accept, well, even though it was what I wanted, it's not what he wanted, and that's okay um, because there are greater things to come. Um, I learned a lot from this relationship, and even today, if it's something that I wish I could work out, it's not, and that's okay. And having peace and forgiveness in my heart and truly, truly forgiving the other person um, for everything that had happened. Because if I don't forgive, if you don't forgive your ex, if you don't forgive someone who hurt you, you simply cannot move on um, to the next or move on in your heart, move on in your life. So whatever that looks like in forgiveness for you, whether you need to pray about it, talk to God about it, even talk to the other person about it. Um, it's hard for me. I just feel like when you get out of a relationship, we tend to just cut all ties. And I still do that. I, I don't talk to any of my past relationships in respect for my heart and my future, whoever I date in the future. I don't talk to um, any past relationships. Um, but if your forgiveness and your healing means that you do need to talk a couple of things out, that's okay too. I think it's um, a common theme of people being like, nope, don't talk to your ex, completely excommunicate with them. But if there's some healing that needs to be done through communication, that's okay and that's healthy. Um, <laughs> and I kind of want to encourage that because if I didn't do that my heart would still be so so heavy so just encourage you like spend some time in prayer and thought and what that means for you um and what you really need to heal and to move on because girl boy whoever's listening to this if you want to truly live in your singleness and be happy and be able to live to your fulfillment um and your purpose that the lord's given you whether it's in a relationship or not there needs to be healing um i've probably said healing a million one times i'd love for someone to go in and to count how many times i said it but you got to be able to heal your heart from your past before you can move on to your future you do, that doesn't mean you have to forget what happened to you because that's how the lord equips us in the future is through trials um, but let yourself heal, heal, give yourself some time, give yourself some grace, um, spend some time in prayer, talk to the Lord and just 
let yourself hear from him and hear what he wants for you when it comes to healing and for your future. Um, these are supposed to be many episodes, but this one ended up being 20 minutes. So not sorry about that because we got some good talks out. Um, sorry if I, you know, sound a little sick, but hey, the Lord speaks for us in all phases, no matter where we're at in our days. But I love you guys. And I'm just so thankful for all the feedback and the support that everyone has given over the past couple of weeks. And I can't wait to talk to you guys some more. And as always, I'm Caroline. Grace.